what y'all y'all think y'all think y'all think Bron is really Bron is up there. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. And you know what? Respectfully, over the past, I want to say, honestly, you could tell from the from the second career, you should say for Bron, you saw the difference between. MJ and Kobe, and and I and I get it. It's it's getting tiring. The the arguments, the debates, the back and forth with the J, uh, the Jordan fans, and then you got the Kobe fans, and you got the Bronze stands, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And the cold part about it is it's all mixed and mingled because we all got love for MJ, and of course Kobe played for my Lakers, and then you got LeBron playing for the Lakers, so it's kind of like we're accepting what's going on because of who he is and what he's done outside of the Lake of Jersey, et cetera. I get that. But it's like, you got to take your hat off to cats like Brady. You got to take your hat off to cats like Brian because they're doing it uh, longer in the sport, uh, physical sport, football being more physical, but they're, they're just playing longer than, uh, than the average shit. Even the, uh, the average elite Hall of Famer, you know, um, but you can see there's a bit of ego when it comes in. I, I mean, there's a lot of ego when it comes to still wanting to be a quarterback at 40 plus years old, being a top player in the in the in the NBA at 35 plus. You know what I mean? So there, there, there's a bit of uh, ego there, and I get it. You know what I mean? Because in adult leagues, I want adult. I've won some championships at an older age, and it's just, you know, it's just effort. I remember we locked in in the playoffs. I remember we locked in in the championship game, one by like 15, you know what I mean? And and that's just, you know, but you gotta get there. Cause it seems like we just can't catch a break, but that's with anybody, you, you know, like even some of the top teams in the league, um, well, who projected to go to, to the championship and or win Brooklyn, they went through their ups and downs, you know what I mean? Right now they're getting back Kyrie, which is, is is halfway dope, I guess. You know, he's the only player that has ever had a part-time job in in the sport, <laughs> period, you know, where he can only play in a way. It's going to be interesting with that storyline. I don't want to ho- hover over that because this shit is still unfolding. But Kyrie is definitely coming back for Brooklyn. But the difference is Brooklyn is actually doing quite well without him, you know, which is which could be a plus or a minus depending on how you're looking at it. You can have more firepower. But it's not enough basketball. You know how that goes. But it seems like they're going to get it together because they damn sure needed him. Uh, and they needed Harden to be 100% in that playoff run last year and uh, obviously against Milwaukee as well. So we'll see, man. Um, me and the fellas were talking in the group chat. It's going to be good to see Kyrie hooping again. That's going to be dope. As far as us, the other potential team that was, you know, supposed to be in the championship or going to championship run, you know, we've been at the point where we've been critiqued to be champions, uh, playing the championship, get to the Western Conference Final, not get to the Western Conference Final, struggle in the playoffs, might not make the playoffs. So we're back at it again. The drama, the love story with the Los Angeles Lakers. AD has officially went down for a month. I'm going to say this. Maybe that's good. We need to play without AD for a while. Because I wouldn't even say this. It might be longer than four weeks, you know? Um, unless it's one of those injuries where it's like two weeks and then they're expanding it to four weeks. Then I can understand. I'm going to say this. We need a lot of help. 
I don't even think it's just a shooting. I mean, we've shown that we got some shooters. Now, are they consistent every game? No. You got to show me a couple of shooters that, that is consistent outside of niggas like Curry and Bill. And, you know what I mean? Like that. Um, do we need to switch up the role players? Hmm. I want to say, I want to say no. Because of the role players that we do have, I want them to win. I really want them to win. Malik Monk is up and down. We just got Trevor back. We need Kendrick Nunn. Thalen is out again. Dwight Howard is out again. It's COVID protocols. That's Everybody's catching that bug, though. You know what I mean? Um... Do we need some help? Yes. But do I think is with a change in players? Not necessarily. I think a change in players would help. But we're saying that a change in players is also going to change the philosophy of our offense and definitely our defense. So what are we looking for? Are we looking for 3 and D? Or are we just looking for defensive players? You know, because we need help at shooting. We need help at playing defense. Now, the defense, that's just something that you got to – you just got to um, – that's just effort, though, to tell you the truth, because we showed flashes, and flashes is not enough, but is it what we're willing to deal with if we know that we're just going to get to the big dance? If we're going to get to the big dance and then display our defense then, then I'm fine with that, because I've seen the flashes of defense that we have played, but we got to show it consistently more throughout the season, though, to show that we can defend the three ball, because that's what's been killing us. You know what I'm saying? It's like we traded nines for fours. You know what I mean? Every three shots, we struggling to get up that hill. We don't have much mid-range shooters. Or consistent mid-range shooters. The lineups is still, you know, we just got Ken Bazemore. Well, I ain't going to say we just got Ken Bazemore back. Like, he just got out of the doghouse. And they're already talking about trading him. They want to trade Russ. They want to trade AD. They want to trade the, uh, uh, THT. They want to get rid of some niggas to get some other niggas. And the other cats that they talking about is solid. Do not get me wrong. A lot of names have been mentioned. But will it help? We're so urgent. The urgency of moving players... And it's the same. It's it's the same argument for for coaches. It's like we sit up here and we get rid of the coaches after two seasons, one or two seasons, and it's like how how long the roster? You got to give them time to overturn the roster. You got to give them time to get his player. And as of right now, bro, it's like again. I've talked about this on plenty of episodes, other sports uh, um, shows about how we're in a transition of losing, but not so much of gaining uh, new superstars. Because once Braun is out, the league is going to belong to who? Steph for a little while? And to me... You know, uh, aside of injuries or anything like that, Steph has the chance to play longer than anybody. Because once he, once he's not able to dance as fast as he wants to on the court, get or penetrate to the basket as fast or quickly as he wants to, 
It just turned into what what Ray Allen did at the end of his career. Just a shooter. Now, would he be a liability on defense? I mean, if you really think about it, there's a lot of cats that hasn't been in the league for almost 10 years. That's a liability on defense. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be transitioning into a, a situation where it's going to be kind of shaky when it comes to the, to the Super Because, I, I mean, even then, you know, Durant is, gonna, is getting older. And then you got outside of that, it's like, yeah, I know they wanted Zion to be the next one up real bad. But his role back to being just a normal player, that starts now. You know, we still got, we got the Lucas, we got the Giannis, we got the Trey Youngs. But it just seems like that's, that's type of superstar, star power is not, not impactful like the ones that we're used to. Um, but one thing about the playoffs is kind of like March Madness. That's when it's your time to shine. It's your, your time to step up. Short rotations. Every basket. Every rebound, offensive, defensive rebound matters. Every turnover matters. Russ got to pick that up. You know what I mean? I, do I want to change the roster? Honestly, I don't want to change the roster. I mean, Jeremy Grant is probably Jeremy Grant and Ben Simmons is the two players that I that I like the most. And the reason why is because we know we're gonna get some defensive effort from from both of them. Jeremy Grant showed that he can stretch the floor. Obviously better than Ben Simmons, but that's offensive liability if you really think about it. Unless, unless, unless he's just going to be like, you know what, I'm ready to play some offense, coach. Unless Ben says I'm ready to play some offense, coach, then I can understand it. You know what I mean? Um, but we definitely need some perimeter defense, and I mean Rocky ASAP. You know? Um, and the one thing that we fail to talk about a lot is leadership for this Laker team. Now, look, I'm not about to be like these other cats out here acting like I was in a huddle, but you can tell, and I'm, when I talk about leadership, I'm talking about actions on the court. I'm not in the, I'm not in the locker room. You can't hear these niggas talk to each other on the court while you're watching it on TV. Maybe if you go into the game and you got good seats, but I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I know Bron is not doing this and not saying that on the court, because you don't know, you know what I mean? But I will say this, when his energy is up, everybody is, everybody is playing. Everybody is playing because they look at the leader. Now I'm not saying that his body language is crazy or anything like that, but what I'm saying is, like I've coached my son and I've watched my son play. And even though that he wasn't one of the vocal leaders on the team, his energy like used to get the team riled up, whether it was you know, deflections, getting in the passing lane, getting up in the defender, making the defender pick up the rock and pass it. You know what I'm saying? Rebounding. Like his energy was there. And they used to feed off of that. And that's just the same thing. And that honestly, it doesn't have to start with Brian. But I know when your leader, the main guy on the team, is out there playing, like, you know, with his heart on the line, like they gonna they 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 gonna understand that. And vice versa, though. And I think that's where Caruso came in because Caruso used to play with energy regardless of who was who was bringing it. He was that spark. Remember Bobby Jackson? Bobby Jackson was the same type of cat. More offense than anything, but he was that type of cat that used to come off the bench for Sacramento 
and niggas knew it's time to get it cracking. <laughs> Bobby Jackson didn't care. Same thing with Caruso. Caruso will get up in there and just play. But he also has something to play for. You know, now you're doing this thing in Chicago. Shout out to Caruso. Uh, we recently just played Chicago, and that's where we lost AD. You know what I mean? So it's like, that was a good ass game too. That was a real good ass game. I think Vogel. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at Vogel, bro. Like Vogel. Vogel is dealing with a whole new roster, still trying to figure this shit out. Still trying to figure this shit out. He got more. He got more than the average. You know what I mean? And if you want him to coach and, and to run his shit, there's a lot of players that shouldn't be on a roster. Because of his his philosophy, like you got a, this nigga. If you wanted to, if you put Melo in a starting lineup with Russ, with AD, with Brian, nigga, that's four Hall of Famers he got a coach. And that's not making no excuses because they, Doc had to do that up in Boston. You know what I mean? And 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 Spoelstra had to do that in in Miami. He did that. Or Riley, whoever y'all wanted, whoever y'all figured did it at the time. But they had to do that. They had to figure it out. But they never had a bench like what the Lakers got. Which is names. Because living up to the talent and the skill set, not so much. And that's, that's the side of the injuries. We'll figure it out. I'm not tripping. We'll figure it out. Every game, it seems like we give niggas, y'all niggas a heart attack. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to get to the dance. Healthy. You know what I mean? So shout out, man. That was a that was that was a that was a dope game. I wanted to win that game though, but it just didn't happen. AD out for four weeks. Uh let him rest. Hey yo, and hopefully that nigga can lose about 50 pounds while he while he out. Like a month, put that nigga on a Daniel Fast or or, or keto. <clears throat> so he can get back to his power forward weight. Because that center weight, that shit not working. That shit not working at all. Um, what we got next? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. This is the first time COVID has been ugly since the birth of it. But what's inside of it has come little, little gifts that it has forced. You know what I mean? It's kind of like backhand compliments in a way. But we got football. We got two football games on Monday. We got two football games on Tuesday. We got a game on Thursday. I think we got two games on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. We'll see. Um, because of COVID, they pushed the games back. A couple of games. Uh, my Raiders played the Browns in the middle of the goddamn day. And that was one of those exciting games as well. Shout out to my boy, J.O., we critique our team every after every game. They show flashes, Carr, you know, Carlson. Yo, shout out to him, man. I remember he was he was, he was missing and, and he was making and missing some of those tough kicks up in Minnesota, man. Reinvented his brand as a Raider. He's knocked down some. He's missed some. He's missed some field goals that hurt us, but he's made more that helped us win some games. Uh, add on to the league. So shout out to him, man. A nail biter at the end. They definitely froze the kicker. He made the first one. The second one, I was like, man, here we go. Uh, this one counts. We definitely had a game winner field goal in Cleveland in the cold. That's a good one. But 
these late games that we win also comes with a lot of pain, a bitterness because there were games that we're supposed to win earlier in the season or in the middle of the season, which would have had better implications on the playoffs. But here we are. What we do every year is give ourselves some hope, our fans some hope, hurt them a little bit, say we still love them, and we come back to them, right? Nonetheless, it was a dope game. Came down to a field goal. Um, we really should have won that game convincingly because we started to figure out their defense, but a couple of drop passes, key drop passes, got to convert on third. Everybody knows that and broke down. And then they, you know, I think they had two rushing, two rushing touchdowns on us. So that was that. It was, and it was against a, a, a backup quarterback. So I know we always say, look, a win is a win, but at the same time, you know, if we ever want to be considered or taken serious, then we got to start winning games that we're supposed to win on paper. Point blank period. But it's looking like in this offseason, I think the Jaguars and our team is the only two teams that could be talking to NFL coaches right now uh, during the season while we have a coach. You, you know, everybody knows our situation and everybody just found out about Jacksonville's situation. So, um, that's it, man. Good game by the Raiders. That was a feel-good one going into, you know, my birthday weekend. <laughs> my birthday weekend. And um, what else we got? What else we got? Oh, so we had boxing this weekend. We had boxing this weekend. I'm just going to say this to Mr. Woodley. Tyrone, is it Tyrone Woodley? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even care to look up his first name. That, that's his second fight against these Pauls, man. And was it Jake Paul? Look, look, bro, he can't represent us no more. He can't represent us no more. The way he got slept, and now there's a conspiracy that's floating around saying that he may have lost his fight on purpose. That he may have put money on himself to lose. Now, did he plan on losing like that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he planned on getting knocked out like that. But there's a conspiracy saying that this man created an NFT, um, that he may have put money out on his on 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 uh, on his name or against him, and he collected more than what he was offered for the fight. If that's the case, then I can't respect the W, but I also can't respect that ass whooping. We can't do this, man. We cannot do this. Now Le'Veon Bell wants to fight him. Another MMA wants to fight him with MMA rules. I'm not sure if he's going to accept it. Because this dude, is at this point, he's playing with house money. This man is playing. He doesn't need to fight ever again. This man can fight one or two fights a year against whoever calls him out. The money's going to be there. And he's going to go back and forth between Triller, um, fucking, uh, what's the other one called? I forgot what the other app is called. But at this point, it's getting ridiculous, though. Some people consider it disrespect to boxing. But I ain't gonna lie. It's fairly more entertaining than, than, than you know, the the traditional boxers. And from what I... Oh, yo. So let's talk about this before I leave. I'm off of that. I'm off of Willie. Willie, don't fight no more. Don't come outside. Frank Gore and Darren... <laughs> and Darren Williams. 
Phillips and Darren Williams. Yo, we've been having, me and the homies been having this debate for years. I'm talking about all the way back to, to like high school where we talk about football players versus basketball players who could, you know, handle the physicality, this, that, and the third, who could play the opposite sport better. And it has been proven that basketball players can easily transition into football then football players transition into basketball. This is a fact. No, we got we got cats. You know what I mean? Ronald Curry. You know what I'm saying? Julius Peppers. You know? No, we don't, it, it don't stop there. Antonio Gates. Hell, Gonzalez. Like, we got cats that converted from football to basketball basketball to football, but it's been more basketball players that has converted to football because what they gonna do? Play receiver, play tight end. Julius Peppers was on the owner, was a defensive man. So what are we talking about? We know right now if Brown would have com- continued to play basketball, I mean football, he would have been probably one of the best tight ends of all time. Best tight ends are receivers. Randy Moss. Yo, we can keep going with Allen Iverson. Well, Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson was a mixture of, he's a hybrid. He's a hybrid. You know what I'm saying? He's football and basketball. But he definitely became one of the best basketball players of all time. Now, would he would have been the best, one of the best football players of all time? I don't know. I don't know. But it depends on where child you want to put him on. I call him a hybrid. I call him a hybrid. So that means, you know what I'm saying, he's in between football and basketball player. But... Darren Wilson. And look, the only reason why I picked Frank Gore, I told Cats, I put mine out there on the line. I said, the only reason why I picked Frank Gore, because it was told that he, he had a boxing background, and that nigga Husky. Now, he might be shorter than Darren Williams, but that nigga Husky, and he one of them Miami Floridas. You know what I mean? Different type of breed out there. But Darren Williams <laughs> don't care nothing about that. And he dyed his hair. He dyed his hair blonde. He's already light-skinned. Yo, light-skinned is winning right now. Light-skinned is winning right now. Darren Williams punished that boy. But, no, shout-out to Frank Gore because that nigga was really trying to go by the rules while Darren Williams was trying to just knock that nigga out. I'm not sure if they had any type of... Uh, agreement before the fight. Like, I'm not trying to knock you out. Don't try to knock me out. Darren Williams was trying to knock that nigga out. The NBA is up. <laughs> the NBA boys is up. The basketball boys is up. <laughs> Shout out to Frank Gordo, man. He just seemed like he's just a cool cat. Like, don't want no issues, but can handle the issue. But I'm sorry. Darren Williams put hands on him real quick. Real quick, though. Real quick. He caught Darren a, a couple of times. But Darren caught him more, and I want to say some of those was uh, on on the lines of being a little illegal or whatever. And I actually thought, look, so I picked Frank Gore to win. But then as the fight started going on, I noticed that Frank Gore is not going to win this fight because he's not as, as aggressive as Williams. Then I said, all right, he's still going to win the fight because I thought Darren Williams was going to get, you know, they I thought they were going to deduct some points away because he had two blatant, Disrespectful illegal hits. Um, <clears throat> but nah, Darren Williams got that one. So NBA Boys is up. NBA, <laughs> NBA Boys is up. Shout out to Jackson State for still in the best receiver. 
in high school right now. Hopefully that becomes a trend. And I and I love every bit of how they went about it. And then they're going to try to throw my boy Dion under the bus talking about how much money did they offer. First of all, it don't matter if he offered the money or not because these larger programs been doing that shit for ages. Shout out to my boy Goldie. I can't roll with you on this one. I can't roll with you on this. The amount of money that's being passed out by these top programs decades after decades after decades and we're complaining about the image of a blackhead coach. Come on, man. I'm sick of this, man. We always we always do this to each other. But no, shout out to Jackson State, man. Whether they offered the bag or not, that's shit that's been going on. But no, it, it seems like this young man decided to change his view on on his career in football, and he doesn't want to go to a top five power program. He went to Jackson State. So shout out, man. Shout out. But Jackson State just lost to Southern uh, South Carolina State, though, right? Didn't they? If I'm not mistaken. So shout out to them. I know my boy 12 Cal out there celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Um, but a message to all the future uh, young athletes, basketball, football, hell, any other sport. Yo, go check out them HBCUs, man. Make some history. Do it the right way. Open road with BTG on the road. Y'all here. Y'all here. Y'all been on the road with me for about how long? I've only been recording for 25 minutes. Shit, I've been on the road for an hour. Shout out, man. Overrun with BTG. I'll see y'all next week. Will be the last overrun with BTG of the year. 